0: HSM, good morning. It is so good to see you. Time change Sunday isn't so great. Uh, Who struggled getting out of bed this morning? Anybody in the room? Amen, okay? I looked outside. I heard my alarm go off, and then I looked outside and saw that it was dark and was like, there's no way this is correct. And I went back to sleep only to find out that it was very correct and I was very late. So um, it's always a hard day, but I'm excited about being here today because we're kicking off probably my favorite series that we do here at HSM. It's something that we began last year where we interview a few of our graduating class members this year, the class of 2020, and we talk to them in a real way about what it's been like to walk with Jesus through high school. Because you guys know this, whether you're at North Cobb, North Cobb Christian, Mount Perrin, Alatoona, North Paulding, Kennesaw Mountain, Harrison, doesn't matter you could be anywhere on the map we've got that huge map right out here with all the schools where people go you could go to any of those schools you could go to a different one you guys walk through difficult things and you're forced to make some very difficult choices when you're in high school and following Jesus we talked about this last week following Jesus is not the easy thing to do in high school it's just not It's so much easier to go with the flow. It's so much easier to just do what everybody else is doing and just make that decision of, man, this is what everybody else is going to do. It's just four years. It's not that big of a deal. But in reality, you're setting up markers for the rest of your life with the decisions you're making today. And so I like for you guys to hear from people that have also been walking with Christ through high school that you can look at and go, one, I'm not in this by myself. I'm not the only one trying to live this way. But two, it can be an encouragement to you in your walk to where you can go, man, I can get through this because I know what this person's been through and it aligns with my story. We go through things in this life, not for ourselves, but we go through them to be an encouragement to somebody else. And my prayer for you is that over the next few weeks, you're going to be encouraged by the stories that you that you hear year up here. Um, You're hearing from some of my favorite people in the world. I've been with them for a long time. I was talking to um, them this morning about it, and they were sophomores when I started. Um, It was the second half of their sophomore year. That's depressing, okay? That just means time's moving too fast, and uh, it's hard to believe. So I want you guys to check out this video, and then we're going to give it up for one of my favorite people in the world. So check this out.
1: Hi, my name is Priscilla Peterson. I am a senior at North Cobb High School. I have been following the Lord for about four years now, and I have been at HSM for all four of those, and this is my story.
0: So can y'all give a huge hand to Miss Priscilla Peterson? Hi. Yes, the majority of you probably know Priscilla. How many North Cobb students do we have in the room? Okay, the so, Warriors. yes, yeah. well, a lot of warrior pride in the room, yep, there we go, so, Priscilla, you're in your senior year at North Cobb, just tell us some of the stuff that you're involved with over there.
1: Well, I'm a part of our student government, which is called TC, and I have been secretary and vice president of my class for both, like, a couple years of those, um, I'm part of the Student Connect, which helps mentors, freshmen, and get them, like, used to, like, high school, because, you know, high school's hard, and... Um, and um, I don't know, I've been a part of like the drama program, a part, been a part of the FCA, just kind of a little mix of everything.
0: Little mix of everything's an understatement. So North Cobb's right here. I'll go over there a good bit just to run over, say hey to a teacher, or to say hey to Principal Moody, whatever the deal is, and literally every time I'm on campus, I see Priscilla, and it's like, Priscilla, what are you doing here? She's like, oh, well, I'm involved with this and this, and we do this, and I'm like... What are you not involved with? So she's always plugged in, a lot of warrior pride. Um, She's been a huge, um, huge part of what's happened at North Cobb the last few years, but also at HSM. I mean, she's been here as well. So Priscilla, you are going to be finishing in May at North Cobb. Does that feel good or is that scary?
1: Scary. Scary. Because it's it's good and scary just because, like, I'm ready to graduate, like, High school was good, It's was, um, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't bad, but like I'm ready to move on, get to another chapter in my life, plus I'll be at KSU, so I'll be here, I'll be around guys. Little hooty-hoo, so.
0: yeah, there don't we go. Don't <laughs> Yep, Owl Nation, so she's staying staying close to home. So Priscilla, let's dive into it a little bit. Why don't you tell us a little bit of your story in growing up and how you came to know Jesus?
1: All right, so my story is kind of like almost everyone's story, like grew up in a Christian household, went to church almost every Sunday. Both of my grandparents were Presbyterian ministers, so it was kind of like, you didn't go to church? It was like, oh, what you doing? <laughs> um, and so grew up going to church here at North Star, back and forth between here and then my Presbyterian church. And I would go up to the little, I guess I think it was like the treehouse or something at the time when I was there. I don't really remember. Um, I did all that all the way up till fifth grade. Every now and then I would invite my best friend, Kasia. And so we kind of started our little journey there. But... I got fear of having to switch buildings because middle school was here. And so when I was going into middle school, that's when I kind of stopped following the Lord. I was scared because I was growing up going into like the hub and everything up there. I was alone. So being alone and then trying to like make friends was not me. If you know me, I'm a social person. But when you first meet me, kind of shy, not going to lie. Um, so going into middle school was really scary for me. So that's why I, I, didn't, I wasn't following the Lord. So throughout middle school, I didn't make bad decisions, but I had not so great friends at the time, kind of bad influences. Um, So that taught me a lot. I had friends who got themselves in very bad situations, friends that were suicidal. So I put that burden on me, and it made me start, like, developing my anxiety and my depression. And so that wasn't great. And I tried my best, tried to, like, you know, we would wake up on a Sunday being like, do we want to go to church? Like, and then we were like, would we rather sleep in? So we cho- would always choose to sleep in. And so it was around my eighth grade year, I started going to church a lot with my friend Victoria. She was inviting me with her family. And so we started going on Sundays. It got me motivation to start going. We were going to the main service with Mike. And I was like, wow, like this is kind of fun. I met, I saw, I had a friend that enjoyed going to church with me. And then it was just, I think it was Easter Sunday, and I was sitting there listening to the worship, listening to Mike speak, and I was like, "Wow, like this is pretty cool. Like, people do this." And then it was in May when NSCY was a thing back in the day, guys. You guys don't know a lot about that. <laughs> and Robbie at the time, who was a high school pastor, they were promoting their summer camp. And so Victoria and I were like. Are we allowed to do this? Like, we're not high schoolers yet, but could we? So we went up and talked to Robbie, and he was like, yeah, for sure. So y'all are rising freshmen. Like, we would love to have you there. And so we were scared to go into this. You know, two little freshmen not knowing anybody. That were They were all, like, seniors, juniors. And I was like, wow, this is intimidating. And so we got there, but actually we made I made a lot of friends. Some of my favorite people I've ever met, I met at that camp. And that's when I, like, the worship, and I was like, wow, there are kids here that are my age that follow Christ that are in high school. And, like, look at, look, look at them. Like, they all have struggles. We had our small group time. I was like, wow, you're going through this? I'm similar to that. So I was like, wow. And then that, I think it was that last night we were there, that's when I accepted Christ during one of the, like, the it was like the quiet, like, one of those kind of quiet, you know, soft songs. And you're like, wow, that really hit Um, (laughs) and so, and then I was driving around with my mom, like, a couple days later, and she helped me, um, do the Lord's Prayer, and then a couple, a month or two later in August, I did the lake baptisms, and I was baptized, so my freshman year, I was baptized, it's been almost, I think, three years since then, and ever since then, I have, yes, getting into high school, it has been difficult, being t- trying to be the popular, not really popular kid, but trying to fit in with everything, and then different crowds of people, but then not wanting certain crowds to hate you, but then like not wanting to be in those certain crowds. You know, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Um, and so, like that was very difficult. Being tempted by um, parties and by people, and just having to like battle that was very difficult.
0: I want you to talk a little bit about that because, you know, you accepted Christ, getting ready to go into high school. And so, man, that's been a formative part of your journey um, through these past four years while you're at North Cobb. I want you to kind of dig in on how that relationship with the Lord impacted the decisions you made uh, and then some of those things that you talked about where you're trying to walk that fine line of surrounding yourself with the right people, but also not eliminating yourself from people. Because I think this is one of the toughest parts as uh, being believers and walking with the Lord is we're supposed to surround ourselves with great community, right? And we're supposed to surround ourselves with other Christ followers who are trying to live the same way. But Also, we're not supposed to live in a bubble. We talked about what it meant to be salt and light last week and how that light is not meant to be, uh, that lamp's not meant to be put under a basket. And so we're not supposed to just seclude ourselves and be in this bubble. And so it's a really fine balance of living for the Lord, surrounding ourselves with great community, but also being a light in a really dark place, which most of our schools are. So why don't you talk a little bit about that, Priscilla, and how you tried to balance that.
1: So going into my freshman year was very difficult because, you know, just freshly baptized and then just meeting all these different people. Because when you're freshman, fresh, you're literally fresh meat. So it's like, it's intimidating. And maybe you know one or two upperclassmen, but it's like, like what are you going to do with that? So it was very difficult trying to balance it because I didn't want to block out the people who didn't have that faith or that connection with Jesus or that were... Actually tempted and like gave into those temptations of other things and trying to be like oh no I don't like you because you do that no like I actually I to try to I guess like not comfort them but kind of like bring them close because like um, I wanted to be that light for them whether I was called the Jesus freak or um, any of that I used to hate not like that term because I thought it was like oh. Wow, people. That's what people see me as, and now I like I literally bought a shirt that says Jesus freak on it. I wish I was lying. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it's it was very difficult because people are gonna they're gonna label you. They're gonna it's really hard. You just gotta remember that not everyone's gonna like you. But and if they don't love you, but you gotta remember Jesus loves you. So it's like even if people don't like me, no matter how hard how hard I try to be like, hey, like I love you. Don't like don't hate me. Like ah, I just gotta remember that at the end of the day, not everyone's gonna like me.
0: Yeah, and I, it goes right into something that we say all the time up here. Of When you get done with school one day and you're getting to this point of life where Priscilla's at and you look back on the decisions that you made in high school, you're not going to look back and have any regrets about the times that you were living for the Lord and that you were following Christ. Does that mean that uh, everybody's going to agree with the decisions you make? Does it mean that you're not going to stand out for them? No, but you have zero regrets about any moments that you live for the Lord. We regret the moments um, where we're living for ourselves and we make sinful and selfish decisions. And I think that plays into that perfectly. And so you've talked about it. You've talked about how much this relationship with the Lord has meant to you and, and what you've learned from it through high school. Has there been moments in the past four years, Priscilla, where you've questioned that walk and you've questioned, um, man, am I making the right decision following Christ? Is he really in this?
1: Oh, absolutely. Because throughout high school, I've had, I've battled with losing people, whether it's relationships or actually have passed away. I've had friends pass away. I've had um, family members pass away. So there's always those moments where like when it's such a sudden death, for example, my friend Ariel, my sophomore year, she passed away in her sleep. And, and we, that hit North Cobb really hard. Whether you were best friends with her, (laughs) sorry. You're good.
0: You're good, take your time. It's okay.
1: Whether you were friends with her or just like talk to her and out of class with her, she was always a bright smiling face. And so that was always hard because all of us would question why her. Like, why Why'd you do this to her? None of us knew, like, why she passed away. Like, she was normally, like, totally fine. Literally saw her that Friday, come back to school that Monday. She's not there. We're like, oh, maybe she's sick. And then, so that, that those were times like that where I was like, why? Like, why, 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 bro? Why?
0: Yeah. Let me ask you this, because I'm sure we've all kind of found ourselves in a position like that where we've caught ourselves asking why, and It's not a a bad question, and that's not a question God can't handle. I think sometimes we're afraid to say that aloud, but God can handle our questions. Uh, But a lot of times our questions result in us, um, it results in us where we stop walking with the Lord, and and we begin to get stagnant with our faith. Priscilla, how did you continue to walk with the Lord daily through those times, even when it was difficult and you had questions?
1: What was really great, though, is like my family is so strong in their faith. So having that supportive system and then also having my my church family, literally my The what, two or three small groups I've had now, and then my amazing two high school pastors I've had in the past couple years, and all my leaders, like, having those constant prayers and having those constant, like, people being like, it's okay, like, he's there for you, I'm here for you, and just being like, I'm a call away, and sometimes they literally are, and so I'll literally call someone, and it'll be 10 o'clock at night, they're at my house in 10 minutes, so it's kind of creepy, but, (laughs) so just having that community really got me through, And my family, like, they're they're my support system, even though I have my hard times with some of them, as some of y'all know. Um, They're they're still there for me at the end of the day. So having that community is really great.
0: So what's an encouragement that you would give to an underclassman sitting in the room that maybe has questions about digging into community and they're worried about going to small groups because they're afraid they might not know anybody, they're not sure what it's going to be like. What's an encouragement that you would give to them?
1: I'm letting all y'all know that if you are scared about getting enrooted or digging deeper, that was me. I was terrified. I showed up to my first small group. I literally knew one person, not even, like, (laughs) I went in and everyone there is so friendly. Like, they want you to come. We want you to be in our small groups. We love having new people. We love hearing your stories. And so I definitely encourage, if you wanna start somewhere, start with small groups. Just find one person, literally DM the Instagram, They will send you the address, need a ride, let me know I got you, (laughs) Um, but it's, it's very important to get in a small group.
0: Yeah, I mean, guys, we sit in here each week, and I mean, there's a ton of you in this room right now, and when we sit in here, you're sitting in rows, and you're looking at the back of people's heads, and it's really hard to do life that way. Life happens and relationships happen when you're sitting in circles and you're looking at somebody face to face and you're hearing their story and you go, man, like I'm going through some something similar and I didn't know anybody else felt the same way I did. And those bonds begin to grow and we can be encouraged by the walks that other people have. And so, man, that's why we encourage you guys to get plugged into your small groups. And it's, it's not for, um, they do some great stuff, there's some fun stuff that happens, there's food, all that's awesome. But it's for moments like this because we're going to have moments of trial. We're going to have moments of adversity where you look around and go, I don't know what I'm going to do because I don't understand what God's doing. Like none of this makes sense to me and I don't understand. And we need people to lean on this race that we're running. We weren't meant to be in it alone. We were meant to have community around us. And I want you guys to have that kind of community. And that's why we offer small groups. That's why we try to do stuff on a consistent basis is for moments like this. So you've got people that can lean in with you during those times. And so, man, I would say, I would um, be right there alongside Priscilla with, man, if you are not plugged in, start tonight. Give it a shot tonight and... Um, just allow the Lord to work there. Priscilla, what would you say is the biggest lesson you feel like the Lord has taught you through high school? I know that's a kind of a broad question, but what do you feel like is the one thing that he's really tried to teach you through your time at North Cop?
1: He's taught me that I'm not alone. There has been times where my depression and anxiety have gotten to me, and I literally feel so alone, whether I just got in a fight with my parents or I got in a fight with a friend, and I literally, I I felt alone, and I would worry, and worrying is just basically like silent prayers, so it's like, that, they taught me to like, it just, he just taught me to pray and to like, I'm not alone, and then like, I have my small group, I have my best friend who has walked with me through everything, and so, and I just like, yeah, I'm not alone, that's what he's basically taught me, because when you're in a school of 3,000 kids, it's hard to, I guess, stand out, so it takes a lot. Mm-hmm. And so feeling alone is very easy. It's very easy to feel alone. Yeah.
0: And I kind of want to dig in on something you just said there, Priscilla, because we didn't, we didn't plan on this, and so we're going to roll with it a little bit. You've talked about um, a couple times this anxiety and depression. And how's that been something that you've, you've been able to deal with through high school?
1: It's been really hard, I can say. Like right now, like, I don't know if you see me shaking, but I'm very anxious. And I've, it's def, it was definitely hard in the beginning, and it's getting better now because I, I keep constant with my prayer. I keep constant with, like, digging in my word. And, so, and then I always have my friends to lean on. So it, it, there's been very dark times, very dark times, definitely the times when I've lost people. I literally, I would like kind of push away from God. I would get into my state of depression, and I would be like, like, how do I say, it? like incognito? I'd be like, don't, I'm not here. Um, and so, there would like, and then there would be times where I would keep myself busy so I wouldn't remember the things that like have happened or feel the depression. Because when I'm so busy, I forget it, and it like, it, like makes me like just not focus on what I'm feeling. And then when I have that moment of not doing anything, I crash and I feel weak and I feel helpless. So it definitely has been a challenge, a hard hard challenge. And but re- like recently I've been doing a lot better, so I can say that.
0: <laughs> yeah. And the reason I wanted to talk about that is because statistics would show us guys that the majority of this room Struggles with anxiety and depression. And when that's something you struggle with, like Priscilla said, it feels like you're on an island. And it feels like you are completely isolated from the rest of the world. And man, that is lies straight from the enemy of the fact that, man, you're not alone. Like you're not in this by yourself. And no matter how strong that feeling might be, man, God is bigger. The victory has been won. Like, man, Jesus wins at the end of this, guys. And if we can hold on to that during those moments, it makes such, such a big difference. And so, Priscilla, thank you for being willing to share about that and to talk about that. This is a question for the um, underclassmen that are in the. How do you wish you had been encouraged by an older student uh, in your walk with Christ when you were like a freshman and sophomore and you were new in your faith? Like, how do you wish that somebody had come alongside you and encouraged you? Did I just ask the toughest question in the world? Kind of. Okay.
1: I had it in my head then I kind of lost it. <laughs> um... You mean like a mentor like kind yeah, of? Like, yeah, okay. I mean,
0: what do you wish they had? What <laughs> like do you told, wish they had said to you? Yeah, about walking with Christ through high school.
1: That it's great. Let me tell you. They like a lot of them did tell me it's great, but a lot of them told me that there's going to be hard times. There's going to be people being like, "Oh, like you believe in Jesus why?" Like, "Why? Why do you do that?" And that's what I was questioned a lot too. I would be like they would be like, "Oh, how do you believe in a God if you don't even know he's real?" And I'm like, "Cuz I believe." Like, <laughs> that's the whole point. Of our faith is like we believe in him whether it happens or not. Like we had that faith, we had a good life if we follow him, and if it's not real in the end, well, we did good in our life. So, literally, like having that, having uh, Leia Figueroa, shout out to Leia, she was basically my mentor. So, so she kind of like picked me up my sophomore year. So, just yeah, I lost, I kind of lost where I was going, lucky. Oh,
0: that's good. That's good. Um, last question. Because we really have talked about this semester the importance of getting into scripture during the week and how we're not going to be able to grow if we're just trying to show up on Sunday and get all the fuel for the week. Like it is a daily walk, it is a Monday. To Sunday walk. It's not just we show up Sunday mornings and we get everything that we need. And so, man, we've encouraged you guys to be getting in the word. If you need a Bible, again, come see me after. I will go ahead, grab it for you off the shelf in the back. Um, So what's been a Bible verse that has encouraged you and what's it mean to you?
1: Well, my favorite verse is 1 Peter 5, 7, which is cast your anxieties on him because he cares for you. So that definitely has helped a lot when I have had my anxious times, anxious periods of moments or in a critical like point, like I'll definitely, I always like, I tell you, I'll be like, first Peter, five, seven, like I literally love that verse. Maybe I have to get it tattooed. I'm just kidding. Um, but your parents are going to listen. They to this. literally yeah. will listen to this. Yeah. Hi Mom. <laughs> Um, but it's, it's, that's why it's meant so much to me because it's literally like put all your worries on him, put all your burdens on him because he literally cares for you. He will, no matter what you do, he will take it off of you and like for him, like he wants you to feel great. He wants you to feel amazing, I'm not lying. So like when you do that, it, oh, it feels so great getting those burdens off and casting them to him because it just makes you see a whole new light of everything.
0: Guys, I'll say this. There's not, I'm trying to think of the right way to say this. There's not many people that can walk through high school and look back and see like immediate impacts um, that they've made because of what the Lord's done in them and the impact that their life's had on others. Priscilla's going to leave North Cobb and she's gonna graduate in May and throw that cap up in the air. And there's going to be uh, ripples of, man, her her love for the Lord and the way that she loved people um, from when she leaves. And what better way to leave high school, guys? Like what better way to make an impact than to say that, man, yes, God used me and I loved people. I loved God and I loved people. And that's going to be felt around North Cobb for years to come. And so Priscilla, you're awesome. We love you. Would you give a huge hand to Priscilla Peterson this morning, guys? So next week, we're going to um, be hearing from Xander next week. He's going to be sharing and, and walking us through his story. And guys, hey, as the band's coming back up, I want you to begin to think about the way that you're living your life. I want you to think about the way that you're living your life. What would it look like for you to stand up here one day and to recount your time in high school and the relationships that you've made and the way that you've loved people and the way that you've loved Christ. Like, what would that look like in your life? Because my prayer for each one of you is that you could envision yourself standing up here, man, talking about what God's done in you. And because of what God's done in you, it's made such an impact on the way that you live your life. That's what this is all about about. And so, man, I want you to begin to think about what's your story. What's your story look like? And how is your story impacting the lives of the people around you? Let me pray, guys. Father, we thank you uh, for Priscilla. God, I thank you for the person that she is. I thank you for the impact that she has made and that she's continuing to make. And I thank you for the example that she is and the way that she loves you and the way that she loves People. God, I pray that we can take her story and we can look at it and begin to see a reflection of what we need to live like and what our story is aligning to be. God, how you're using us and how you wanna use us to make an impact on those around us because we don't walk through the difficult times. We don't go through the anxious moments all for not, but God, it's so that we can love people well, and that we can point them back to you and say, you can get through this. I've been right where you're at, and you can get through it. God, I pray that we live our lives in a way that glorifies your name with every step that we take, and that one day we're going to be able to look back on our time, not only in high school, but we're going to be able to look back on our time here on earth, and we're going to be able to say, yeah, I lived with with zero regrets because every moment, every breath that I took was a breath for Christ and to see his kingdom be made known. God, that's what this is all about. And all the strife and all the difficulty and the adversity that we go through, God, man, you win in the end, Jesus wins. Those things come and go, Jesus has won. And I pray that we can hold on to that. God, thank you for Priscilla's story and thank you for the stories you're continuing to shape and weave in the lives of these students. Lord, we love you, we thank you. It's your name we pray, amen.